Hey y'all, you are with your host, Rebecca Ann, healer, priestess, and generational multimillionaire. And this is Healer Unleashed, a safe space where healers from around the world gather to share their stories, gifts, and wisdom. We open this space fully protected and held in the love. Let the healing begin. Hello, welcome back to Healer Unleashed episode number eight with Olivia Howard, who is a somatic practitioner, holistic healer, and transformational coach. And today we're going to be chatting all about reclaiming the body through spiritual awakening, connecting to our lower chakras and their connection to Mother Gaia and her journey with Mary Magdalene. Olivia, welcome. I'm so excited to have you today here, girl. Welcome to Healer Unleashed. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) I feel like I'm like floating. I'm like, I need to like take my own medicine and ground a little bit because I'm like I'm just so excited (laughs) see that's how I feel every time I start one of these I'm like okay now I gotta bring it in and ground (laughs) yeah yeah well welcome 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 and I want to jump right on in today and I really want to hear about it sounds like you have your own journey through because you talked about you're like I really want to talk about reclaiming the body through spiritual Mm -hmm. awakening and I thought that was so power because I know I've had my own journey through this process, my own journey of losing my body or becoming Mm -hmm. dissociated from my body Mm -hmm. through my spiritual awakening and then reclaiming that back. Um, But I really want to hear about your journey. Like what brought you to this work and what do you mean by reclaiming the body through spiritual awakening? What does that look like for you? Yeah, Um, that's juicy and amazing questions. Um, I think there's so many places to start. I was thinking about, you know, obviously preparing for this and kind of where I wanted to start and also had the voice in my head that was just like, just like, you know, what will come will come and like relax and like yeah. let it all come through. Um, and I think so sort of the blanket and then I'll kind of go into more story weaving is that I think so often when we start to tap into our spiritual awakening, um, when we're healers, when we're intuitives and when we have sort of this awakening into like our upper chakra um, Mm. skills when we're like, oh, I'm a little bit or a lot of bit psychic or I can connect to the ethers like through all of this. It's this incredibly um, empowering and slightly terrifying and and beautiful experience. Um, And also a lot of what's taught sort of in the spiritual awakening world is very much mind focus, right? Like if you get your mind on track, then you'll be able to manifest what you want. And if you get your head aligned and if you get, you know, you just got to think the right thoughts, like think the high vibe thoughts. And sure, that's all extremely powerful, right? We know that our minds are so, so powerful Mm -hmm. and our bodies also hold such deep wisdom. And we are really living in a culture, especially in the Western world, that there's a lot to disassociate us from our bodies, from our powers, depending on the religions that we grew up in. Yeah. If we're women or if we're just like, if we don't identify as like a cisgendered white male, like our body is in some way objectified and our body is in some way, we get this messaging, whether it's like a big T trauma that happens to us or just the little traumas over time that disassociate us from our bodies. And so what can happen and what was happening with me in my spiritual journey was I was so in the divine masculine and I was so in my head and I was like 
doing A Course in Miracles, which is an incredible, beautiful, wonderful text that has absolutely changed my life. Um, but I started working with Chelsea Quint about two years ago. I worked with her for six months one-on-one. Um, and I had grown up as a dancer. I had grown up as a mover. I was like, I'm connected to my body. Like, my body and I are good. And like, yeah, there were weird things that were happening and things that didn't feel super aligned. But, you know, I was like, why am I not getting out of this job that I'm stuck in that I like hate with every inch of my being? And I know I'm not supposed to be here. And I'm doing my mantras and I'm doing my affirmations and I'm closing my eyes and I'm praying really hard. And like, nothing is changing. Wow. Then I started doing the embodiment work. I started listening to the wisdom of the body. I started closing my eyes and putting on, you know, like a root chakra meditation or my first breakthrough session was, was when I was working one one with Chelsea and within two, and we were just lying on the floor doing like really simple embodiment work, really lower chakra focus, making sound, connecting to the ground, being really present. And within two weeks I had a job offer that got me out of the job that I had been trying to get out of for three years. Oh my gosh, y'all just take that in. Just take that in for a second. As Olivia was tuning into those lower chakras, dropping into her body, dropping into her truth, she had a job offer within, what'd you say, two weeks, three weeks? Three weeks. Wow. Like out of, completely out of nowhere. Like the stories that you hear about, like something just popped in through this and it was like this incredible job. that was a beautiful stepping stone that was like yeah. double the income. You know, it was like all of the things that I had been asking and asking and asking for and it just wasn't happening, right? Um, so, so that really led into this whole other level of, of experiencing and my my spiritual waking, I think, in my adult life really started about three years ago when my grandfather passed away. And he was this incredible source of joy and love and light in my family. Um, and it was very sudden and very unexpected. Um, but with that came um, this, this spirit guide that refused to be silent. He made himself known to me in the most, and still does, but especially in those first few months, in the most massive, like in your face, you can't doubt that this is anybody but me kind of ways. (laughs) I I, I feel you resonating with that. Yeah. (laughs) Like you're like, okay, okay. It's you, it's you. It's there's nobody else that this could possibly be. Um, and I, later that year, I went um, on a trip with my grandmother. The two of them had, were supposed to go to Israel together to like go walk where Jesus walked and do all of the, you know, all of the Holy Land things. And so I ended up going with her um, and had so many beautiful experiences while I was there. And one of which was really the first time I would say in my like adult life. Again, I think, you know, the childhood is, is a totally different. I remember, you, um, I think, uh, who are you talking about this about? I forget who you were talking about this about, but how in your childhood, you're like so connected and then you hit yeah. a certain age and like the disconnect happens, whether it's college or yeah, or whatever it is that like you have that inner child knowing. So it's been a re-reminding, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, really. And so I was on, we went to like where the spot is that is where Jesus was, where they mark where Jesus was crucified. And I had this like full body, like heard the voice for God, like total moment 
simply saying, I am with you, Mm. my daughter, I am with you. Mm. And I carried that with me in my heart for so, like, I still do. I still get chills thinking about it. I have chills. You just saying it. I start to have the chills on my arms and I feel how powerful that was for you. Just like, I am with you. I'm walking with you. And I feel the arms start to kind of come around like the holding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This really deep holding. And yeah. so that, that was a really profound moment in, in the awakening. And that led me to, you know, apply for a scholarship to Spirit Junkie Masterclass Level 1, which was like the last one that Gabby did. And that's where I met Chelsea and where I met Andy and where I met like ah. my dear friend, Aaron Rose, just like all of these people who I, who have completely che- like course corrected yes. my life. Um, and so, and all of that is happening. And then about a year ago, so this is about two and a half years ago. So then about a year ago, I stumbled on Megan Watterson. So I'm starting to do all the embodiment work, yeah. all the stuff. I stumble on Megan Watterson's Mary Magdalene Revealed. Oh my God. Which, <laughs> right? Oh gosh. The ba- I mean, like, oh my gosh. I'm looking yeah. at it right now. I'm like, hello. Um, <laughs> like have her energy with me because it was so because while I was having right this this deep connection to reclaiming my relationship with God and and deep having a deeper understanding of my own body and all of these pieces are happening but there was still something that was missing and I was not really sure what it was but there was something that wasn't quite there yet yeah um and reading Mary Magdalene revealed and learning things that had been how does she say she's like like Mary Magdalene says I will teach you what has been hidden from you yes I will show you what has been hidden from you yes um and having grown up you know in a I was raised Catholic you know all all these these certain um institutions that inform us around around who Jesus was and who Mary Magdalene was and who Mother Mary was and all of these different things and to, to see, right, how the Gospel of Mary Magdalene and the Acts of Paul and Thecla and these, these texts that were teaching us that God lives within our bodies, within us, mm. were taken out, were, were hidden from us yeah. because of the fear of a select group of individuals who are letting their ego run whatever. Mm. And that was, that was its own thing. And then there is a section where where Megan talks about how she went to the, um, in France, the, the cave of the eggs, I think. Yes, the cave of the eggs in South of France. Yes. Yes. And she went and she had the voice of Mary Magdalene say to her to walk with me is to walk as me. Mm -hmm. And it pulled in this, I am with you. And it tacked on this to walk with me is to walk as me. And this reminder that, you know, of course, in miracles, you know, Jesus says in there, like, you have nothing that I don't have. I just don't have anything else. Yeah. And so this recognition of this, like, recognition of, oh, I am that. Like, I, our bodies, all of us complete as we are the humanness the divineness we can exist in the same dualities 
that Jesus and that Mary Magdalene and that other teachers like the Buddha and, you know, like not just in a Judeo-Christian context, but those were the ones that, that resonated most deeply with me at this point in time. Yeah. That this reclamation of Christ consciousness is really when we funnel it through and we incorporate the divine feminine awakening, it is this whole healed thing. Oh my gosh. I just, Olivia, I just, I just hold on to your every word here because I resonate so much with connecting with all of this. And I'm so glad you're talking about it because I've almost been in my own fear and my own way of talking about this, you know, versus God, Christianity, Mary Magdalene, right. reclaiming this. And like you, when I read, um, when I read Mary Magdalene revealed by Megan Watterson, I had a full body remembering remembering mm -hmm. like down to my toes through the top of my head mm -hmm. through my heart like I remembered this information that has been embedded in me mm -hmm. and I was like how could have this I almost had anger how could this have been hidden from me how yeah. and my body knew like this is truth my body yeah. knew like it knew this is true to me yeah how was it hidden? And I, and I remember having that moment that brings me to tears a little bit here because mm -hmm. it's so powerful to reclaim that divine feminine, to reclaim that divine femininity within us. And to remember mm -hmm. that there is scripture written by women. There were mm -hmm. priestesses, you know, if that's what we want to call them, whatever we want to call them, there were women at that time who were um, teaching just, mm -hmm. I mean, it brings me to tears. I think it's so, the most beautiful thing ever. <laughs> it, 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 it's the most beautiful thing. It's the most beautiful thing. And it's so, um, I mean, it, it really is part of what, I mean, I, I, I knew I was drawn to you and your work after you did a healing on the We Will Rise 4 cohort, yeah. um, which was one of the most profound healing experiences of my life it was the first one we did in like November and there was like a heart clearing moment. And I literally, my, I was like, I don't know what just happened, but I need more of, of this. <laughs> um, but when I, you know, just like connecting in the, in the Instagrams and all of that and, and um, how you, how you are a priestess and how you claimed that and how that's like, but, you know, I feel like everyone has their, some people identify, they feel that they're witches. Some people feel that they're fairies. Some people feel all of these beautiful terms. And I've always had priestess in the back of my head. And I've always felt a little like, I don't know. Can I say that? Like, can I claim yeah. that? Is that? Yes. I what? said yes. Uh, yes. yes. I think so, I, yeah. Yeah. Also, you have a total priestess vibe happening right now with your, for those who are listening audioly in the future and can't see, Rebecca's like seated in this, like, it looks like you're sitting around a halo behind you. Yeah, I'm in my big chair today in my room. I like relocated yes. my office for the day. <laughs> it's like very like, I am, I am that. I am priestess. Thank you. No, but I just, y'all, Mary Magdalene's teaching are so connected with um, the priestess path that I've walked. Um, it's so connected to the Rose lineage and Mary Magdalene, her teachings. Mm -hmm. And when I found Mary Magdalene revealed, that was like the lock in of like, this mm -hmm. is the information that my body, like I have been missing all my life. Mm -hmm. Like this is the information. And I want to know, like where, once you started reading Mary Magdalene revealed and you kind of were having that similar remembering what happened from there, what started to open up with you as you started journeying with Mary Magdalene more? I'm, I'm interested. 
Yeah. Um, well, it's been a whole damn divine feminine awakening at a level that, that I can't even put into words because it has been so embodied. It has been so in the body. You know, it's been, it's, it led me to um, taking a leap of complete faith and signing up for the We Will Rise cohort four and working with Andy Love and working with her embodiment practices that had me go deeper in my work with Chelsea. It had me start to, I had been working as a coach before this. I had been helping people with their social media and helping people with their websites and doing this very, again, like heady masculine work. And it really had me coming out of the spiritual closet as it were and being like, no, I'm here to teach you how to connect to your chakras in your body. Like, let's fucking do this. Like Bam. I don't have, you know, like it's, it's so, because I, I resonate with what you were talking about with the anger. Yeah. And I remember I, I somehow, when Megan Watterson was doing her book tour, she was doing these very intimate experiences. At least when she came to New York, she did this. Um, she like went to little meditation studios and there were maybe like 30 spots. And I like looked up if she was book touring. It was one of those universe things. There's one spot left. It was happening the next night. Like all and it worked out perfectly. I like rearranged my whole schedule. I was like, I'm oh. going to sit and listen to Megan Watterson. <laughs> and I, she, I mean, it was such a beautiful experience. And, um, she, there were so many profound realizations in that room from people being, you know, feeling challenged by Megan being like, look, she wasn't a prostitute. Like, it's not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just, that's, that's not what she was. That's not what she was here. That was not her particular piece. You know, all, all of the different feelings. And one of the things that I, the thing that I said when I, you know, inserted myself into the conversation was, I was like, look, I realized that I've been so mad for so long and I finally understand why yes I finally understand why and now that I understand where this anger is coming from I can have a full relationship with Christ consciousness I can tap into this frequency and this energy that I've been felt that I've been so called to I can connect with like my patron saints and like all like the archangels and all of this stuff that I've been so mad that I feel like it was blocking me from yeah. fully diving into those connections, yeah. I now know what that anger is and it's transmuted from this internal or misdirected anger. And this is an ongoing process, but yeah. <laughs> it is transmuting into this holy anger, into this like ferocity, like this fierceness, this like lioness energy of I will do everything. I am in this body. I am in this lifetime. I have chosen this body yeah. for a reason. And it is to help others reclaim and find and relearn what has been hidden from them. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that is what it's really coming in. That is where the change has been. It's the conviction that I think before I was more like, I never would have messaged you and been like, Hey, can I come talk with you on your thing? <laughs> like, you know, like that energy, that sort of flighty, like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Like that kind of more like, yeah, whatever. Like, I don't, I'm not even going to label it. Cause it's not here. We're not, you know, but yeah. it really, as opposed to this, like, no, this is not just about me or you or any of us as individuals this is about the collective healing that is that yeah. is needed and this, this connection again to to our bodies and to the earth and to this knowingness 
that lives within us mm. as individuals who can access the divine feminine and the divine masculine, regardless of how we identify as people. Exactly. No, I just, oh, these words just fuel me even more. I'm like, oh my gosh, when my soul sisters, like some, you know, <laughs> we're jiving right yeah. now. These yeah. things and the anger and reclaiming back in, in, to the divine feminine. And it's, it's funny, Olivia, um, I work very closely with a therapist and I was in therapy a few weeks ago and she was like, well, what do you know to be true in your body? Cause I was trying to decipher what teachings are true to me and what does not feel mm -hmm. true to me? You know, those moments mm -hmm. where you have to really learn how to, yeah. what feels good to me and what doesn't. I was in one of those moments of um, my work. And I remember her saying that to me and I'm like, I know, like I know, like I know that the divine feminine is rising and it is rising within me. That I know concrete in my body right now, I feel it. So I was like, that I, Ooh, I feel. Yes, and it's like the divine yeah. feminine is here. She is rising. She will not be kept down anymore. She will rise. She will come through no matter the circumstance. She will rise over and over and over again. And I was like, in that moment, that, that's that full body. Like, I know that. Like, I know it. Like, I know mm -hmm. it. It is here. It's within me. My last six years of journeying as a healer and then a priestess, like, has come to that moment of like, mm -hmm. the divine feminine is here. And it's up to us to bring this information that lays within our body. You know, the wisdom, this information is within our body to bring it up again and yeah. to speak it as truth. Yeah. Oh, mm. yeah. so good. So good. So good. Um, so I want to kind of pivot here because I we've talked about yeah. Mary Magdalene and your journey. And I want to hear more. You talked about, we've talked about reclaiming the body, journeying with Mary Magdalene, but what about your connection to the lower chakras and connecting into Gaia? I would love for people to understand more what that means, like connecting into the lower chakras. How did that look like for you? Um, maybe going more in depth for that, for people on this podcast to really understand how they can begin doing it and connecting and that connection to Gaia, how those lower chakras really um, bring us into Gaia too and what that means for you. Also. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful. I'm like, oh, I was saying, uh, I don't remember who I was saying this to. I was like, I'm so excited to go on this and just like nerd out about all the things that I love so much for, for an hour. Like, let's nerd out about the chakras. Um, so our chakras are the energy centers in the body, right? And we have so many different ones. We have the main sort of seven, which is our root chakra, sacral chakra, solar plexus. Those are the lower chakras. Then we have our heart chakra, which is the bridge between the two. And we have our throat chakra, our third eye, and our crown. Um, and our chakras form throughout different periods of our life, right? They're sort of the initial formation through adolescence. Um, and then as we become adults, they kind of, con they're continually forming, they're continually kind of opening and closing and shifting and moving. Um, and when we're in different stages of trauma, or we're in different stages of you know, let's say like you, you're having a hard time speaking your mind or you have a sore throat or something, it indicates something might be going on with the throat chakra, but it also could indicate that there's something happening in your root chakra that's out of alignment, that's then affecting all of the chakras above or, yeah. you know, in either direction. Um, so it's obviously a very, very powerful system that is deeply intricate and I will not claim to be an expert by any stretch of the imagination, but 
what I will say is that um, the experience of tapping into those and healing those lower chakras can be particularly potent and particularly challenging if we experience any kind of trauma in the, that has to do with the lower body. So whether it's sexual trauma or but like if we're in an, an accident and we have to have a surgery, any that's true for any part of the body, but particularly the lower chakras. And really our root is our connection to groundedness. It's exactly what it sounds like. It is our roots. It is how we connect to a sense of stability, a sense of safety. It is our right and our belief that we are allowed to be here. Mm. Our root chakra holds this sense of I have a right to be here. Each chakra has a different right. Yeah. Um, and the root chakra really is I have the right to be here. Mm. So whatever exists in the trauma world, and I think it's also is important to acknowledge that we can have big T, I, I call them like big T massive traumas, right? Yeah. And we can also have small incremental traumas. Like Marianne Williamson talks about um, and one of my favorite books of hers, that's all about reconnection to the body. She talks about how she never had a specific childhood trauma or even an, a young adult trauma that would be sort of what we consider like, the, again, the big T trauma, but that the sort of the constant internalization of how her body was supposed to look, what people, you know, what kind of comments individuals would make around her body, all of this stuff really impacted her relationship with a healthy, a healthy relationship with her body. And that can be true across the board. And there are obviously different levels and different intricacies. So when we ground into our root, for me, that was one of, that was the, the most challenging. They're all, I mean, I don't know. I, I would say it's the one I, I have had the most healing relationship with yeah. has been my root. Yeah. Um, but what I what I noticed and through these different healings, this would include, you know, very specific somatic practicing with the guidance of a coach and then moving into somatic practicing on my own. Yeah. And somatic practicing can look a lot of different ways too. It can look like what we see, you know, when we do like soul flow with Andy and we're like moving our bodies in these big, beautiful, like incredibly empowering ways. Yeah. The, uh, a cacao ceremony with her on Saturday so I'm still like in the flow from the like incredible embodiment ceremony that I love had. it I love it and and it can be quieter it can be laying on your back and just listening like moving your pelvic floor from side to side and just mm. connecting in a really simple quiet way it can be closing your eyes and going what does my womb space feel like right now what does my belly feel like right now what do my legs feel like right now yeah. you know somatics and it's all about bringing attention to the body and communicating with the body because the reality is that our body is going to communicate with us whether or not we're listening yeah it's going to communicate with to us via illness via injury via strange like you're like why do I have this rash that I can't explain and no one can explain like that our body will communicate with us regardless. So, so much of, for me, the connection with the lower chakras is really be, has really been about starting a dialogue mm. with my body and knowing that I'm not always going to get an answer that's going to make sense in words, yeah. but it will make sense on like a physical level, if that makes sense. 
Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm so resonating. I want to add something here. Yeah. I wrote an email about this yesterday. And yes, you did. Yes, and yesterday, <laughs> yes. And um, something I've struggled with or I used to struggle with y'all is I used to have inconsistent periods. This was back when I was in my party years. I was very much denying my truth. I was trying to always fit into a smaller size. I was always trying to fit myself in something that I wasn't and wasn't truly me. And when I was in that, I struggled with inconsistent periods. I'm talking maybe three periods a year. And, mm. and I wasn't on birth control or anything. It wasn't because of that. I was like, oh my God, what is wrong with my body? Like something is not going on. But now as I've journeyed, through reclaiming my body, through spiritual awakening, connecting mm -hmm. to the divine feminine within, I see how my body was talking to me, saying, hey, like, we're not, you're not, we're not in our truth right now. And mm -hmm. we can, we're telling you that by having inconsistent periods. We're not in our truth. You're not feeding your body foods that feel good. So I was drinking so much alcohol, literally killing my soul to fit mm -hmm. into this this, what I thought I was supposed to look like in college, this mm -hmm. party girl thing, you know, and mm -hmm. I just wanted to say that for anyone who is struggling with that, um, yes. that this work that Olivia is talking about can help you move through that or mm -hmm. any kind of physical thing going on in your body. It was inconsistent periods for me. Um, also my stomach was having a lot of issues like IBS, you know, mm -hmm. all this stuff. They're like, oh, it's, all these things going on, it's irritated, but it's fine. Just go on this diet and it'll all be fine. And I was like sitting, I was like crying. I'm like, it's not fine. Like I'm not mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just those physical. So start noticing physically if something's going on with your body, this is what Olivia's talking about. Um, and those mm -hmm. could be the clues that your body's trying to talk to you through. Yeah. Yes. No, you, you put that so beautifully. I always think of like Louise Hay when when any conversation around and for those of you who are familiar with Louise Hayes, she is kind of like the OG, at least in this like realm and in this lifetime and in, in this generation yeah. around your body and your mind, like your body when your body has a physical symptom, it is an indication of something going on uh, you know, psychologically. Um and and so much of this work too is being gentle with ourselves and is also being like surrendering and this is something I am actively working through and something I discovered this last week speaking of therapy with my therapist that I was like I say this to people all the time and this is also part of the body work you can understand something in your mind so for me it's that I you know if a trauma happened or whatever I didn't there's nothing wrong with me mm. Like, I will say that to my clients all the time. I will say it to my friends all the time. I will say it to anybody who comes to me, I'm like, there's nothing wrong with you. You are not broken. Yeah. And you can say that to others and believing it yourself and believing it on a physical bodily level are a few, those are very different things. <laughs> very different, very different. And so yeah. it is, you know, we talk about wanting to heal through the body and have all these connections. And it's so important to also remember that it's incremental change over time. That's going to have the compound effects. It's going to have us in those days where we can run around dancing naked in a forest and not care who sees us. Right. And then yeah. there are going to be other days where you're like, I can't get out of bed. Yeah. I cannot get out of bed. 
and and being gentle with ourselves in both of these spaces and knowing that a spiritual awakening isn't always going to be I some of my favorite like in uh, Instagram like images are when people are like what I thought my spiritual awakening was going to be and they're like dancing with flowers and their hair is flowing and then they're like what it actually is and they're like curled up in a ball and they're like I'm doing my shadow work and I am realizing that maybe I was the problem I'm like all these different things and like having the gentleness with ourselves and observing the, because so much of this has power over us and that's what can happen when we when things get stuck as a result of our lower chakra system is it becomes such an innate and subconscious habit and thought process that we don't even know that it's been ruling our life I love um, Glennon Doyle and her new book Untamed which I'm sure everyone is talking about hearing about read about she talks about our roots and she talks about how we can be rooted in so many things and some of those roots can be internalized toxic things that we rooted into for whatever reason at whatever time in our lives and so it's about bringing awareness and starting that gentle process of understanding what the what your body needs because nobody coaches can guide you healers can facilitate all the archangels showering their light on you yeah. only you it's all only you know what you need and can be ready to really release and integrate mm. so mm. amen yeah. amen only you only you. you it's so true yo you can have all the connection you can have like she said all the archangels and ascended mm -hmm. masters whatever it is like all around you doing all these things but if you're not well when integrating on a body level or embodying on a body level or even connecting to your body and planning down into your body <laughs> it's just it's it's, it's just yeah. it's just and i think and that's the you know the other beautiful piece and and just to tap to tap in the mama gaia piece because i haven't talked about that at all yet is really like going outside it's it's I think when we use and I know I felt this way for a while I would sit on calls and people would talk about like embodiment and like mama all these all these energies and all these things I would be like oh god what do I have to do how do I do that how do I get there what do I I'll do it I'll do I'll do it I'll do it you know like whatever I'll read the book I'll, I'll drink the Kool-Aid like whatever it is I'll do it and it's really about and that's actually that's like the dis a bit of the disassociation like I have to do something it's the not doing this which is a technical term, the not doing this. Um, but it really is the um, like walking outside and sitting in grass mm -hmm. and touching the earth and just knowing that the earth and then our bodies, it's very like Pocahontas colors of the wind. Yes. Like there is a wisdom. We as as spirit beings chose to come into these bodies for a reason. Mm. They are so filled with ancestral knowledge, with knowledge of the earth, with things that we don't even know that we know. Like when we were talking earlier about unlocking yeah. Mary Magdalene and unlocking that knowing. And I, I really felt like I was like, oh, she's the other one who's been here. It's been like Jesus and my grandfather and like somebody else and like I don't know who that is but that's somebody and like it was the energy of the divine feminine of Mary Magdalene, Mary Magdalene and yeah. Holly and all of those 
fierce, fiercely powerful. So it, it's it's not about the the doing; it's about the being, mm. which can be hard. Oh, oh, girl, you'd have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm working with my therapist, and I think for the last few months, I'm like. Oh, having the same remembrance over, oh, yeah, it's about the being. That's right. When I pull back and pause, yeah. when I have my most, um, that's when I can then have my most spiritual, or my profound moments or rememberings. Yes. And uh, y'all, it's, it's hard it, because it's hard. I'm so one who's ready to go and hush. Yes. And I admit that about myself. It's it's um, how I was conditioned from a very young mm-hmm. age in my family. And mm-hmm. I honor each and every one of us who are trying to slow down. And it feels like it's hard. Like in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, I can't do this. And, you know, and I finally mm-hmm. had to tell myself like, it's okay not to achieve. It is okay not to achieve today. Mm-hmm. And that changed me. I was like, wow. I don't have to achieve anything today. I don't have mm-hmm. to run around like a maniac and try to mm-hmm. achieve all these things and to-do lists. Whoa, mm-hmm. feel that space mm-hmm. that opened up there. <laughs> yes, your worth is not tied to your productivity. <laughs> right? Oh, Or your perceived productivity. Because I, I think also like, at least I know for myself when I'm running around, I'm not present. I'm not particularly effective. I tend to make more mistakes. I tend to be much sharper with the people around me, much less forgiving, much less like able to check my shit, (laughs) much less able to be like, okay, this isn't, I, I am clearly in. and, And so when I'm able to slow down and when I'm able to do that very hard work of releasing the idea that my worth and my productivity are somehow connected. Yeah. It it changes a lot. And it's yeah. hard because it's habits. It's years and years and decades. And yeah. it's not just us. It's our ancestors. It's who we came from. It's, you know, if we had ancestors who were immigrants, they had to work their themselves to the bone most likely in order to provide for their families. Like there's a lot that's tied into that it's not just our stuff. It's yeah. the stuff that has come down. But just as much as we're getting the stuff that's come down, when we're healing, it's going back up and it's going back down to the future generation. So it's yeah. good mm. stuff. That's, that, that was powerful. It's powerful, Olivia. It's really powerful work. And that intertwines with my work a lot. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of ancestral work through my healings and bringing ancestral lineages together around in a group and um, doing releasings from the lineage because it's so true. Like you came from your mother, who came from her mother, who came from, right? Mm-hmm. We're all passed mm-hmm. down y'all. And, and, and that trauma or that hurt or those um, conditionings, beliefs, ideas are also passed down. So when you see someone on Instagram saying, I'm breaking lineage patterns, or I'm breaking, just so people know the spiritual mm-hmm. lingo, I like to break things down. Yeah. When I'm yeah. breaking spiritual or I'm breaking um, generational trauma or patterns, this is what they're talking about. Maybe their grandmother picked up a pattern of codependency um, with her alcoholic husband. You know, so she picked up a codependency that then got um, 
brought down to your mother and then it was brought down into you and that you're breaking, you can be in this body in the present lifetime, breaking that codependency, releasing it out of your body and also out of that lineage on more of an energetic level, but a physical mm -hmm. level in your body right now um, and you. So I think that's really powerful work and just help people break that down of like what that means. So people are like, I'm breaking generational. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh it's like embodiment it's like what do I have to do I'll do it I don't know just tell me <laughs> right and it's like it's not it's not like it's difficult or sometimes I feel like in the spiritual community we make things like heady or up here mm -hmm. and I'm like no like it's not like let's break it down it's actually um more on this physical level let's break it down and like so people can understand our terms um, yeah. But that's, yeah, that's what that means. And it's a, it's beautiful work. And sounds like Olivia, you do your, you've done work with it. Do you do that in your healings or anything? Are you involved in that work? Um, not yet. Mm. Not, I would say not, um, not yet. And not conscious. Not, I don't know if consciously is the word. Like I feel that a lot of times when I'm doing my healings, I, I, I'm very much like somebody come in and you just, you just tell me what to do. Tell, you know, where'd you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say? Like, yeah. show me, show me, show me, teach me, teach me, teach me, you know, all of that. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes I will, I will sense when I'm like, oh, this is very much not just this person. Like this yeah. is very inherited. And I, 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 that's more of, again, an area where I'm like, okay, I'm learning it. I feel like on the back end. Yeah. And then as I'm more, in a space, but I would love to hear more like how you, and I know I'm, I'm attending your lectures this week and I'm very excited about yes. them. Yeah. Um, but just hearing more from you about what that has looked like in your evolution as a healer to be, cause I do think there is some headiness around like, well, I'm going to heal this person of generational trauma. Like I do think I even feel like that brings up a little sense of like, Oh, okay. Um, what? Like, I'd love to hear more from your perspective of what that has looked like for you and what that can feel like and how, how that experience has been for you in your process. Yeah, y'all, that has been a really big awakening through walking my priestess path and just honestly getting into my healings. And I just started doing healings and doing the work. And I don't actually do the healings in my work. I just allow the healing to happen. And I started yeah. to see it happening um, as lineage was lineages would start coming together and healing and I, I just started seeing it happening and I was like oh wow how can I start supporting that process more because as healers mm -hmm. we never actually do the work right y'all like we're always just holding the space mm -hmm. for the energy to release um mm -hmm. and I want to tell you something I have learned through just learning that from the upper realms and from my mm -hmm. guides of what to do in that time um is that we just hold the space for the lineage to clear. They know mm. they're the ones who created the belief. They're the ones who created the cycle. They're the ones who created it. They know what to do to release it out, right? The lineage is extremely intelligent. Um, and when you start bringing them together in a circle, you'll just begin seeing the things unfolding um, because mm. the lineage knows. And so does the person you're working with in the physical, their body is also extremely intelligent and knows. And um, I think I'm going to be teaching on this more of how to do this and because we don't actually do it, but how to hold the space correctly mm -hmm. for it to happen, yeah. uh, which I think is a more correct term for me. Um, and yeah. 
because yeah, the lineage did they, they, they know they are so intelligent. And then the mm -hmm. body knows. And it, it, it's so cool how it goes from energy. I see it energetically releasing. Mm -hmm. And then I see it come into the person's physical body and their body um, starts releasing on a physical level or starts, mm. things start moving in the physical body level. And um, it's interesting. Yeah. Something I need to teach on more, Olivia. Thank you for <laughs> Yeah. No, it's so beautiful. I did, it's such a beautiful reminder too of that, that we hold the space. Oh yeah. And that we, you know, it's, it's never, it's never about what can I do me and my like my little human body would implode if if I tried to to, to somehow make this happen right? right it's it's about being an open channel and being an open facilitator and so thank you for that beautiful reminder that this is not an exception to that no that there's no level of healing that's an exception to the it is about the surrender it is about having the you know embodied and like sovereignty of being like this is what I will and will not allow in my energetic space this is what is this is who I'm calling in this and nothing else only the highest good for all you know all of that commanding the energy but it's really being the channel for it that that it's not it's not us it's it is us but it's not but it's not exactly yeah. um but I would love to I know you said like you had some some somatic healing that you would love mm -hmm. to um if you want to start what would that yeah. look like? I don't even know, Olivia. I'm just like, I'm going to let her take it. And yeah. what would some kind of somatic healing that could help us connect in or that you yes. feel to bring uh, the community or anyone on the podcast right now? Yes. So this is very much a somatic, what, and, and this is the idea that I had. And I was like, and whatever comes through and this is what's coming through is, is, is it's a marriage between a somatic, like bringing a somatic awareness to the body and then pulling in some energetic healing so what it really is going to be as a is it's pretty simple guided body scan yeah but we're going to be bringing really targeted attention to like the small details of the body so like the eyebrows and the teeth and the roof of the mouth and the nose and the chin and so bringing in through this golden healing light throughout the body and bringing attention and awareness to the parts of our body that we typically especially when we're floating in yeah. the ethers, we kind of aren't paying as much attention to, which we don't always have to be. That's not always the role, but I see somatic. And again, like, and for anybody who's listening, right, there's so many modalities of somatics. There's breath work, there's more targeted, like tapping and EFT and all of that. And all of those are things that are beautiful and welcome and necessary. Um, this just felt like the right fit for this particular space. Yes. So that was that was the intention. How does that feel in alignment for you? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to be, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be yes. doing it with y'all. So I'm in. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Well, so with that, let's close our eyes and allow ourselves to relax into the space wherever we are. So if we're seated on a chair, on a couch, if you'd like to lie on the floor, you're more than welcome to. The only thing I ask is that your feet are in contact with the earth in some way. You can place the hands somewhere on the body that feels nourishing. It might be somewhere where we know that we hold a lot of tension. Somewhere that might be feeling tight today somewhere that typically holds your anxiety. 
gonna rest our hands there for a bit. And as we get started, I'm going to call in the guides, the highest truth and compassion, the highest frequencies, our highest selves, archangels, galactic beings of light and love. I'm gonna call in the energies of the earth, of Mama Gaia, elemental energies, crystalline energies, energies of the forests, the oceans of the trees. Again, all of the highest frequencies, all love, all light. Big inhale through the nose. And a big exhale through the mouth. We're gonna do two more of these. Big inhale through the nose. Big exhale through the mouth. Again, big inhale through the nose. Big exhale through the mouth. As we get started, as we move further in, I'm going to invite you to observe where your body feels like it is right now. Do you feel like you're in your body? Or are you floating to the left? Are you observing from the right? Are you watching from above? Are you behind yourself, in front of yourself? Is maybe half of you in your body and half of you floating somewhere? No judgments here just observation. And if you're feeling in any way disconnected, I invite you to invite yourself home. Big inhale through the nose. Big exhale through the mouth. Now as we're feeling our feet planted on the earth, I want you to imagine bright red light, warm, welcoming, powerful. Feel this light cover the entire ground where your feet are resting. Spreading across the floor, gently touching anything it comes into contact with. We'll bring our attention back to the bottoms of the feet. 
noticing as this red light meets the tip of each toe. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Feeling that light start to move up. into the arches of the foot, into the arches of each foot. And imagining, even if you don't know what it looks like, the hundreds of tiny bones that hold your weight, that keep you standing. You feel this healing red light move through each bone, through the blood, through the tendons, covering the heel of the foot, moving dynamically, your attention can be just on one foot, it can be on both at the same time, just knowing that the healing is mirroring here. Big inhale through the nose, Big exhale through the mouth. We're going to follow this red light that moves up to the ankles. Moving up each, the front of each shin, the back of each calf. And again, feeling that that red light touching both the bones, the muscles, the tendons, the blood, welcoming in this healing, grounding, root energy. We'll follow this light as it moves playfully up to the knees, the kneecaps, behind the knees, again, skin and bone, nerves and muscle are all receiving this red light. Big inhale through the nose, big exhale through the mouth. Now we'll follow the slight up the thighs, moving again through the bones, the tissue, the muscles, skin, the hamstrings. The slight is moving all the way up and stopping at our hip flexors for now. See if you can feel the slight moving, touching, even the little hairs that live on the outside of your skin. Maybe moving down to the roots of those as well. Big inhale. Big exhale.
Now noticing the spread lights covering the entirety of our legs, our knees, our feet. And if there's anywhere that's feeling dark, anywhere that's carrying tension, maybe if you're sitting up, notice if you've been holding your legs up, even just a little bit. And see on this minute and this next in and exhale if you can release that. Inhale. Big exhale. Beautiful. You're now bringing the awareness of this red healing light to our hips, covering the hip flexors. Moving through the glutes, the rectum, the genitals, covering the womb space, the bladder, all of the organs that hang out in this space. Noticing again if there's any dark energy here, not even dark energy really, just stuckness. Just stuck tightness. See if you can invite this red warm energy to bring in release and healing. Calling in the energy Mary Magdalene of the divine feminine lineage, the energy of the earth. As we pay special attention, loving attention to this part of our body that holds so much, releases so much. Inviting again this red, warm energy to move through and to heal. Inhale through the nose. Exhale through the mouth. <sighs> Feel free on these in and exhales to invite sound or not. Whatever feels most aligned for you. And now bring our awareness to the tail, the spine. This red energetic light wrapping around our low back, our little belly, belly button, and all of the organs, kidneys, stomach. If you don't know what lives here, it's okay. Your body knows. See if you can surrender needing to know right now. And allow this red energy, healing light of root and earth to illuminate the body. Big inhale. Big exhale. This next and an exhale, I'm going to invite you to bring in some lion's breath, such so as sticking the tongue out. 
Again, just an invitation. Inhale. Exhale. We'll continue following this red energy. Moving up the torso. Touching the rib cage. The esophagus. Again, the internal organs, the blood, the vessels, the nerves, all of it, the spine, whatever comes to mind. Bring your attention to the sides of our body, our rib cage. So everything from the rib cage down covered in this red healing light, internally and externally. Noticing if there's anywhere that feels stuck. Noticing if there's anywhere that has something to say. Allowing this moment Ask body, what do you have to say to me today? Inhale. Exhale. As emotions arise, welcome them. Reminding, reminder that you are safe and held here, your guides, your archangels, the energy of the earth are all surrounding you in love and light. It is safe for you to be here now. Inhale. Exhale. Now we'll follow this energy up to our heart space. Just felt so much love. So much love from the collective right now. Love from our bodies. Love from this earth energy, love from each other. You aren't already feeling that love. See if you can welcome it in. Allowing yourself to receive. Inhale through the nose. And exhale. We'll bring our attention back to this red energy as it moves through the heart, through the lungs, covering the breasts, the sternum, the clavicle, again covering the skin, the little hairs, the little inconsistencies, birthmarks whatever lives here, 
feeling this red healing rooted energy bringing healing and love to these spaces that do so much for us and we aren't paying attention bring awareness to the heart feeling deep If you can't feel, feel it, it's okay. Just bring your awareness to this space. We're going to follow this red light energy to the back of the heart space. Following it up to the nape of the neck. Now it's moving across our traps, shoulders. We're gonna follow it as it moves down each arm, biceps, triceps, elbows, forearms, wrists, palm of the hand, back of the hand. Bringing again this awareness back to the palms of the hand. Again, you can be focused on both or just one. And see if in your mind's eye you can call in the lines that make up your palms. Each crease of the finger. See if you can follow this red light and it traces. It illuminates the lines of your hand, the lines of your palm. Inhale. Exhale. Always knowing that if you drop out, you can always tap back in. Turning our awareness back to the palms of the hand and the fingers. See if you can feel this red energy move across and up to each finger. Pinky finger, pinky nail, ring finger, ring nail, middle finger, middle nail, pointer finger, pointer nail, thumb, thumbnail. The other hand, thumb, thumbnail, pointer finger, fingernail, middle finger, fingernail, ring finger, fingernail, pinky finger, fingernail. So now everything from the neck down is covered in this red rooted energetic healing light. Notice if there's anywhere that's still feeling dark, that's still holding. Inhale. And as you exhale, see if you can send some targeted healing light to that space. 
Inhale. And exhale. Calling in your guides for assistance. Inhale. Exhale. Last time, inhale, sending that blood healing energy to anywhere that's feeling stuck. Exhale. Beautiful. Now we're going to bring our awareness to the last part of the body for us to cover with this red grounding light. Starting with the front of the neck, feeling it move to the back of the neck. Feeling it move to the chin, the jawbone, to the gums, to the tongue, roof of the mouth, teeth, lips, back of the throat. Up the nasal passageway, covering the cheekbones, the nose, inside and outside, the temples, your right eye, inside and outside, eyelashes, your left eye, inside and outside, eyelashes. Bringing awareness to the eyebrows. Following this light back through the temples to each ear, earlobe. Moving inward to the tiny, tiny bones, eardrum, and all the others that do so much for us. Bringing our awareness now to the forehead. Maybe feeling a specific concentrated beam of light at the center of our third eye. Maybe not. Feeling this red light wrap around the head. Moving up to the crown. Making sure that this red light is touching our hair. So maybe if your hair is brushing your shoulders, you follow the light all the way down. Imagining it touching the end of each hair. And so now our whole body is covered in this red healing light. Inhale. Exhale. Returning to the question that we asked at the beginning. Where are you in your body today? Maybe you've moved in a little bit more than you were a few minutes ago. 
wherever you are, wherever you need to be. It's beautiful. Allowing yourself to drink in the power of this root medicine. And breathe here for a few short moments. I will let you know when to come back. And see, maybe your body will start telling you whatever it is it has to say today. Start with some gentle movement. And right you, I'm going to bring in a little bit of a shake throughout the body. So it might mean you start just moving your legs up and down. Start slowly, start gently. If your body needs to stay where it is, that is perfectly fine too welcoming some gentle shakes, some gentle movement to aid in the release of anything that's remaining in our bodies that is no longer serving us. We're going to do three rounds of horse breath. So that's just going like this with the lips. <clears throat> And again, allow that shake to look however you need. I'm not going to be super constrictive about it. Just make sure that every part of your body gets a little bit of movement. Big inhale. Exhale, horse's breath. <clears throat> Exhale, horse's breath. Last time, big inhale. Exhale, horse's breath. Beautiful. And bring the shaking to a close. I invite you to start moving the hands, maybe rubbing the palms together, just re-inviting sensation into the body, allowing for some movement, gentle, gentle. I invite you now to place your hands on your heart. 
We're going to follow very gently and loosely this red light that's now covering the entirety of our body. We're going to watch as it slowly, gently melts away, starting at the tip of the head, a melting sensation, leaving almost like taking off a really yummy face mask, right? Moving this energy down the body, peeling it away in a way so it still feels present. We can let it settle back into the earth now. So moving through the tailbone or the bottoms of the feet, again, just imagining this red light really finding its way back into the earth, still maintaining connection, particularly again in the womb space and the lower extremities of the body, but really welcoming this red light's return into the earth. Now noticing how you feel. Before we close out, we're gonna zip up. So again, as the last pieces of this red earth energy move to the bottoms of the feet and the tailbone into the center of the earth, we're gonna imagine ourselves stepping into a really yummy like your favorite, most luxurious coat that you can imagine. It's going to be really long, so it touches the ground, and it's going to go really high up past the crown of your head. And I just want you to imagine reaching down, starting at the bottom of this coat and zipping up past the shins, the knees, the thighs, the torso, the chest, up past the top of the head. Now wrapping yourself in a big hug. Thanking our guides, calling them in to close out any energy centers or spaces that may still be open. Gently imagine them being lovingly tucked away, tucked in, like a child at bedtime. Calling in that protection as we move into the rest of this day. Closing out anything that might still feel open. Inhale. Exhale. And as you're ready to re-enter the present moment, bring your thumb to the tip of each finger. And as you're ready, you can open your eyes. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Thank Welcome you. Back. <laughs> yes, Thank you. Absolutely. Just so juicy. And I feel so grounded. I needed that. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> yeah. 
I needed that. So thank you, Olivia, for being on Healer Unleashed, for sharing your gifts, for sharing your wisdom, for sharing your journey. I am so grateful for you and uh, just giving you a big hug right now. I honor you. I honor your wisdom. I honor your truth a lot. Thank you. Thank you. The feeling is so, so mutual. And um, I'm just so grateful for this, for this space that you've created and for refinding each other in this lifetime. I um, <laughs> and just honor deeply um, your, your gifts and your incredible, incredible energy and how beautiful, how beautiful you're bringing so many of us us together and encouraging us to speak our truth it's just so beautiful so thank you so much thank you thank you thank you for that um where can the humans find you olivia yes the humans can find me on mostly the tagged facebook i think you you tagged me in um yes are really hard right now (laughs) like poets like that post meditation like what is time um Facebook all of my my work um in terms of like coaching programs and all the stuff that I'm sharing around things that are happening there on my Instagram um and so that's at underscore Olivia Howard I'll share um, you in the show notes it's all I'll put it all in the show notes y'all so you can check there for her Instagram and her Facebook and do you have a website I need to add I do I do have a website so I'll I'll get that to you as well, yeah. as well. so I can add them all in this was so amazing. Thank you so much. I just am like, ah, so good. So, so good. Well, thank you, Olivia, for being here. Have a beautiful day to everyone who is listening. Yeah. And taking those healing vibes, y'all. Yes. And if anything, again, very much healing vibes, as always, drink a lot of water, um, rest, if you can get outside today and just sit in some grass, really tap into that. Um, and please feel free, obviously, to reach out to me if anything is feeling like, you're like, oh my God, something just came up. I'm, I'm so here for you. <laughs> I've totally been there. So um, yeah. know that, yeah, the support is always there. Beautiful. Thank you, Olivia. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Healer Unleashed. If an episode has resonated with you or moved you, please feel free to leave a review. Your feedback and words mean so much to us. And I just want to say thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up for this work. I honor you. I value. I see you. I love you. Have a beautiful day.